This is the night. Welcome to Holy Trinity Lutheran Church for the great vigil of Easter. Our fire tonight, our bonfire, was not a recording that we can play on our television, but was live, live from Door County. Tim Peterson, if you are there, could you wave to us again? And uh, we probably have to unmute to see you, but that may not work. But we are thankful to Tim and Janelle and for um, their bonfire in Door County to get us started tonight. Whoever you are, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, however you're feeling this Holy Week in Easter, whether you have been coming to Holy Trinity for years, or this is your first time to come to one of our worship services, whatever the color of your skin, your ethnic background, your religious or spiritual background, who you love or who you marry, you are welcome among us. We will leave our worship tonight eager to serve more faithfully, to work for justice, to stand against racism, oppression, heterosexism, xenophobia, and all the isms as we seek a more just world for all. Every Easter vigil, we come hungry to be renewed. But this Easter, we're particularly hungry for the word of God. We're hungry to be together again in community. Even though it's been about three weeks, we are hungry for the Eucharist and we are hungry for resurrection. If you've not already prepared your worship space, you can still get a candle um, and a bowl of water for the service. During tonight's service, we'll remain muted so we don't hear some of the various background noises. And there'll be a couple times that the presider will invite you to unmute. Tonight's service makes use of a few places where we have recorded music with photos also from some previous Easter vigils. And that will be a real treat, I promise you. Following the service, we'll take a little break and then have a virtual reception for those who want to stay. And Zoom actually gives us the option at that point uh, to break into small groups of eight to 10. It does it randomly. So if you're up for that and want to see who becomes it gets in your group and meet a few new people, we'll explain that a little bit more in a bit following the service. At this point, I'd like to show you, if, you, if you're new to Zoom, that in the top, um, top right-hand corner, you have speaker view, and normally you'll want to stay on speaker view so you can see the speaker and what's happening. But let's move it now to gallery view so that we can see everyone. And if you're willing, if you have your video off and you'd be willing to turn it on right now, that would be awesome. And we're going to just uh, start by uh, waving to each other on this virtual body of Christ. And you can scroll through some of the pages. See all these wonderful people, children of God across the country, across Chicago, members of Holy Trinity now from the past. Such an awesome way and strange way for us to be gathered together. Please stay on this gallery view. And in just a moment, following the opening lines, we'll invite you to light your candle and then to hold it up to the screen. 
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Sisters and brothers, siblings in Christ, on this most holy night, when our Savior Jesus Christ passed from death to life, we gather with the church throughout the world in vigil and prayer. This is the Passover of Jesus Christ in our homes, yet gathered as one people. We proclaim Christ's death and resurrection, share Christ's triumph over sin and death, and await Christ's coming again in glory. Please now light your candle or candles. Why don't you bring that big one over and we can put it next to you. And staying in gallery view, if you would please hold up a candle to the camera. Let us pray. Eternal God, in Jesus Christ, you have given the light of life to all the world. Bless our candles and the light we kindle. Increase in us a desire to shine forth with the brightness of Christ's rising until we feast at the banquet of eternal light. Through the Son of Righteousness, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The light of Christ rising in glory dispel the darkness of our hearts and minds. Thanks be to God. You can now return to speaker view. Rejoice now, all heavenly powers, sing choirs of angels, exalt all creation around God's throne, Jesus Christ is risen. Celebrate the divine mysteries with exaltation, and for so great a victory. Sound the trumpet of salvation. Rejoice, O earth, in shining splendor, radiant in the brightness of your King. Christ has conquered. Glory fills you. Darkness vanishes forever. Rejoice, O holy church, exult in glory. The risen Savior shines upon you. Let this place resound with joy, echoing the mighty song of all God's people. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us give thanks to the 
It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that with full devotion of heart and mind and voice, we should praise the invisible God and the only Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who by his precious blood redeemed us from bondage to the ancient sin. For this indeed is the Paschal feast in which the true lamb is slain, by whose blood the doorposts of the faithful are made holy. in which in ancient times you delivered our forebears, the children of Israel, and led them dry shod through the sea. This is the night, this is the night. In which the darkness of sin has been purged away by the rising brightness. This is the in which all who believe in Christ are rescued from evil and the gloom of sin are renewed in grace and are restored to holiness. This is the night. This is the night. In which, breaking the chains of death, Christ arises from hell in triumph. O night truly blessed, which alone was worthy to know the time and hour in which Christ arose again from hell. This is the night, this is the night. Of which it is written, the night is as clear as the day, and then shall my night be turned into day. The holiness of this night puts to flight the deeds of wickedness washes away sin, restores innocence to the fallen, and joy to those who mourn, casts out hate, brings peace, and humbles earthly pride. Therefore, in this night of grace, receive, O God, our praise and thanksgiving for the light of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, reflected in the burning of this candle, we sing the glories of this pillar of fire, the brightness of which is not dis diminished, even when its light is divided and borrowed. For it is fed by the melting wax which the bees, your servants, have made for the substance of this candle. This is the in which heaven and earth are joined, things human and things divine. We therefore pray to you, O God, that this candle, burning to the honor of your name, will continue to vanquish the darkness of night and be mingled with the lights of heaven. May Christ the morning star find it burning, that morning star who never sets, that morning star who, rising from the grave, faithfully sheds light on the whole human race. Then we pray, O God, rule, govern, and preserve with your continual 
protection, your whole church, giving us peace in this time of our Paschal rejoicing. Through the same Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. eternal giver of life and light. This holy night shines with the radiance of the risen Christ. Renew your church with the spirit given us in baptism, that we may worship you in sincerity and truth and may shine as a light in the world. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Um. A reading from Genesis. With photographs, including many taken, and submitted by Holy Trinity members a number of years ago. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and darkness God called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And God said, let there be a dome in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. So God made the dome and separated the waters that were under the dome from the waters that were above the dome. And it was so. God called the dome sky and there was evening and there was morning the second day. And God said, let the waters under the sky be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. Then God said, let the earth put forth vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit trees of every kind on earth that bear fruit with the seed in it, 
and it was so. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning, the third day. And God said, let there be lights in the dome of the sky to separate the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. And let them be lights in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. And God said, let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the dome of the sky. So God created every living creature that moves and God saw that it was good. God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters and the seas and let birds multiply on the earth and there was evening and there was morning the fifth day then god said let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over the wild animals of the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in the divine image, male and female, God created them. And it was so. God saw everything that had been made and indeed it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all their multitude. And on the seventh day, God finished the work that had been done. And God rested on the seventh day from all the work that had been done. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to, Thanks God. Be to God. Earth is full of wits and wisdom, sounding God's delighted love. From the tiny holy holy to the treetop tall giraffe, all creation sings in wonder, even rocks and trees rejoice as they join the ringing chorus, echoes of our maker's voice. Earth is full of wit and wisdom woven into harmony. Every creature has a purpose, every flower and bumblebee, spider, human, redwood, gecko, monkey, chicken, mouse, and snake live within a single fabric, cloth that only God could make. 
Earth is full of wit and wisdom, penguin, platypus, and snail, cactus, slug, oak, and algae, from a microbe to the whale. In this great and strange creation, with the breath God gives us birth, born of soil to live as stewards, called to love and serve the earth. Let us pray. Almighty God, you wonderfully created the dignity of human nature and yet more wonderfully restored it. In your mercy, let us share the divine life of the one who came to share our humanity, Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord. Amen. a reading from Exodus in the style of Hamilton. How does a Hebrew newborn son of a slave and a Levite dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot of ancient Egypt and by providence impoverished and squalor grow up to be a leader and a prophet? The lawgiver sent down river upon a river, found a caregiver, grew up a lot richer, grew up a big winner, grew up a hard hitter, grew up to be the one whom God chose as deliverer. And every day while slaves were being slaughtered and carted away across the way, he struggled and kept his guard up. Inside, he was longing for something to be a part of. The brother was willing to slay, snuff, murder, or slaughter. Then the word got around, then the Pharaoh he found out, and our man saw his future plans turning inside out. Took a horse out to the desert where he thought that he'd hide out, and he struggled with his doubt while his life took a time out. Well, one day came around, he saw that bush is a flame man, ran up to the mountain wondering why it didn't burn, and heard a voice a calling saying, I am that I am, and the Pharaoh's gonna know your name. Here's your name, man, Moses, son of Abraham. Your name is Moses, son of Abraham. Go lead my people to the promised land. I'll be there. I'll be there. So you went back down to Egypt, got to face the royal foe, into Pharaoh's throne room to confront him toe-to-toe. -to -toe. And there, in the spirit's glow, he said, bro, now this says the Lord, better let my people go. 
Turned out by the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh, he threatened homicide. Feeling the spirit by his side, power grew inside a voice saying, Moses, lift your staff to the sky. He started warning and alerting every Hebrew he could find. There had been 10 plagues left to do. Freedom was absolute. Passover was served with gratitude. The Lord of hosts was resolute. They started marching heading for their own promised homeland, getting to the Red Sea as the Pharaoh is advancing, praying for deliverance, see Moses do like Heston, splitting up the sea, watch him now as they walk on the dry land with water, standing up on each side, a pillar of fire lighting up the night sky. In Canaan, you will have a new land. In Canaan, you will have a new land. In Canaan, you will have a new land in Canaan. Just you wait. Moses, son of Abraham, they were waiting in the wings for you. God could never back down. You never learned to take your time. Oh, Moses, son of Abraham, when Israel grumbles at you, do they know what you overcame? Do they know you rewrote the game? The world will never be the same. The chariots are advancing quick. The Hebrews fear the slaughter. The waves come crashing down when God summons the water. The women grab their tambourines, course, horse and rider in the sea. God summoned him. Aaron spoke for him. Miriam trusted him. Zephyrah loved him. And Pharaoh... Pharaoh's the damn fool that fought him. Now they're heading to the promised land. Just you wait. Just you wait. What's your name, man? Moses, son of Abraham. Word of God. Word of life. When Israel was in Egypt's land, let my people go. Oppressed so hard they could not stand. Let my people go. Go down, Moses. Wait down in Egypt's land. Tell old Pharaoh, let my people go. The pillar of cloud shall clear the way, let my people go. A fire by night, a shade by day, let my people go. Go down, Moses, we down in Egypt's land, tell old Pharaoh. Let my people go. When they had reached the other shore, let my people go. They sang the song. 
people go. Oh, let us all from bondage flee, let my people go, and let us all in Christ be free, let my people go. Let us pray. O God, strength of the powerless and light in all darkness, look in mercy upon your church, a wonderful and sacred mystery, that it may be an ark of peace in the midst of chaos. Let the whole world come to see that what was fallen is being raised up, that what was old is being made new, and that all things are being restored to wholeness through the one from whom they took first took being, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Ezekiel. The hand of the Lord came upon me, and brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. The Lord led me all around them. There were very many lying in the valley, and they were very dry. The Lord said to me, Mortal, can these bones live? I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then the Lord said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. I will lay sinews on you, and will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you. And you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded. And as I prophesied, suddenly there was a noise, a, a rattling, and the bones, they came together bone to its bone. I looked, and there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and the skin, they covered them, and there was no breath in them. Then the Lord said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet, a vast multitude. Then the Lord said to me, Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up. 
and our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. Therefore prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. And I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Living God, by the death and resurrection of your Son, you have brought us out of sin into righteousness and out of death into life. Breathe into us your life-giving Spirit, that receiving the gifts of word and sacrament, we may live in the hope of all your blessings to come. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Zephaniah. Sing, sing, sing. Exalt, exalt, exalt. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Sing aloud, O daughter Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice. Rejoice! Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you, has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, do not fear, do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord, your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. The Lord will rejoice over you with gladness, with gladness, with gladness will renew you with love. The Lord will exult over you with loud singing, with loud singing, with loud singing as on a day of festival. Sing, sing. Sing. Exalt, exalt, exalt. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. We'll remove disaster from you so that you will not bear reproach for it. I will deal with all your oppressors at that time. And I will save the lame and gather the outcast. I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time, I will bring you home. Bring you home. Bring you home. At the time when I gather you. When I gather you. When I gather you. 
for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth. When I restore your fortunes. Restore your fortunes. Restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. Sing, exult, rejoice. Sing, exult, rejoice. Sing, exult, rejoice. Word of God, word of life. Let us pray. Sovereign God, by the resurrection of your Son, you offer us victory in our struggles, a city for our refuge, the joy of the beloved, and festival celebration. Gather all the outcast into your mercy and restore your whole creation through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen.
A story from Daniel. So there was this king, King Nebuchadnezzar. He made a golden statue and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar was pretty stoked about this statue. So he sent for the satraps, the prefects, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the justices, the magistrates, and all of the officials of the provinces to assemble and come to the dedication of his precious golden statue. Once everyone was there, the herald proclaimed, you are commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, that's a, a triangle, um, when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, drum, an entire musical ensemble, you better fall down and worship the golden statue that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up, because if you don't, you shall immediately be thrown into the furnace of blazing fire, fire, fire. Now at this time, certain Chaldeans came forward and just denounced the Jews. They told King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. And then they proceeded to tattle. There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah, these guys pay you no heed. They don't serve your gods, and they do not worship the golden statue that you have set up. Nebuchadnezzar was infuriated, and he commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought in. Nebuchadnezzar said to them, I've heard, I've heard rumors, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods, and you do not worship the golden statue that I have set up. Do you know how much time and energy I put into this? I want you to think about what you have done. Now, if you are ready, when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, drum, an entire musical ensemble to fall down and worship the statue that I have made, again, do you realize how much time this took? Well then, all right. I am willing to overlook this misbehavior. But gentlemen, if you do not fall down and worship, you shall immediately be thrown into the furnace of blazing fire. And do you think your God can save you then? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego they weren't too intimidated. They said, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, listen, uh, we're not trying to argue with you here, but um, if our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire and out of your hand, O oh, king, then let our God deliver us. But if not, we just want you to know uh, that we're not going to serve your gods and we're not going to worship the golden statue that you have set up. Nebuchadnezzar was so infuriated with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face turned red, his veins popped out. He clearly struggled with anger management. He ordered that the furnace be heated up seven times hotter than usual. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were bound, still wearing all of their clothes, and they were thrown into the furnace of blazing fire. But the king acted so rashly, and the furnace was so overheated, that the flames from the fire actually killed the men who lifted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And, Abed and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell down in the furnace of blazing fire. But then when the king looked into the furnace, he did a double take. He said to his counselors, uh, didn't we throw three men into the fire? And the king said, they answered the king, yes. Uh, and then he replied, but I see four men walking around in the middle of the fire, unbound. Wait. They're walking in the middle of the fire and they're not hurt. 
and the fourth has the appearance of a god. Nebuchadnezzar went to the door of the furnace of blazing fire and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out of there. And so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and the satraps, the prefects, the governors, and the king's counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not harmed the men at all. They were fine. Their hair was not singed. Their clothes were not even slightly charred. They didn't even smell like fire. Nebuchadnezzar said, Huh. Well, then blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has clearly sent an angel and delivered his servants because they trusted in their God. They disobeyed my command and were willing to sacrifice their bodies rather than serve and worship any God except their own God. And so King Nebuchadnezzar made a new decree. Any people, nation, or language that utters blasphemy against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb and their houses laid in ruins, for there is no other God like their God. Word of God, word of life.
almighty and eternal God, the only hope of the world. By the proclamation of your prophets, you declare to us the word of salvation. By the grace of your spirit, increase the devotion of all the baptized, that strengthened by your presence, we may withstand hardship and sorrow and be united with your son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen.
this time, I invite everyone who's gathered by Zoom to unmute yourself. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Thanksgiving, we honor and praise God and give thanks and all of us. And now I invite you to please mute yourself again as we hear the gospel of our Lord. <laughs> the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Glory O Lord. Lord. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in. He saw and believed, for as yet they did not understand scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they have taken away my Lord and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, 
because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Christ. O Christ. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. Don't you love arriving somewhere? Back when we did such things, arriving at the concert, arriving at the game, at the restaurant, the theater, at the party, at the friend's house, arriving at the Metra or L stop without delays. I still text my mom when planes land, arrived. One of our favorite places to arrive each year is our beloved church on Addison for the great vigil of Easter. Many years, spring has arrived by then. Preparations have been made and we eagerly, joyfully, boldly participate in our favorite liturgy of the year, more multi-sensory, more embodied than any. Fire, light, candles, water, oil, incense, bread, wine, stories, new members, banners, processions, singing, goosebumps, tears. The vigil of Easter is like arriving home or like arriving in heaven. In fact, Orthodox Christians describe divine worship as being in paradise already, participating in the heavenly liturgy portrayed in the book of Revelation. And that's how many of us feel about the Easter vigil, a taste of heaven. Christ is risen and all is right with the world. Except this year, not, that is not the way it feels. Quarantined, the entire world, it seems, locked in a tomb of fear and despair. This year, we don't feel like we are in the promised land of Easter as some prayers name it. We feel more like the Israelites in Egypt, or better perhaps in exile, longing for our homeland. We are dry bones lying in a desolate valley. We feel like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego thrown into the fire. We are Mary weeping in the tomb. They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. One Jewish man wrote about the oddness of celebrating Passover this year, when families cannot gather with others. He mused on the question, why is this night different from all other nights? Asked by the youngest child at the Passover Seder. 
surely this Easter vigil is different from any we've ever attended. Yet every Passover Seder is different. He went on to say, freedom from slavery is forever current. Alas, someone is always enslaved by something. Only the tyrant changes. And we never really arrive. And of course, this year, reflecting on the plagues at the first Passover, bring an eerie chill to our bones. Maybe that's why celebrating Passover at night, celebrating the Easter vigil at night is so powerful. This isn't an Easter morning service that is only bright and cheery. It's not that the resurrection takes away the night, that the resurrection takes away the sorrow or takes away the fear. Rather, the light shines brightly in the midst of darkness. The light shines in the midst of our losses and all the uncertainties of this night. One writer asserts that we often imagine Easter as the great shade shatterer, gloom dispenser, darkness obliterator, but that's not what we proclaim tonight. The mystery we celebrate, the mystery of Christ's dying and rising, the mystery of our lives, really, he goes on, is that our ultimate hope and our ultimate joy can only be birthed in the blackness of night through an immersion in the darkness of the grave. So that tomb can transform into womb and light may dawn. So indeed we sing, this is the night. Dear friends, this is the night God leads us out of the quarantine of despair and fear into freedom. This indeed is the night God puts flesh on our dry bones and brings us home. This is indeed the night when God is with us in the fire, even when we cannot imagine what the future holds. This is the night when Christ speaks our name, our eyes wet with tears, as were Mary's in the garden. Resurrection is happening tonight, now, among us. The Spirit is breathing new life on us, in us, among us, in our homes, in our hearts, in our memories, and in our hopes. We may not be arriving at the Easter we expected several months ago, but one part of the liturgy still to come may be more powerful and profound than any in recent memory. It is the moment we recommit to live our baptismal promises. 
It is our call to action. It is our response to resurrection. It is our desire with God's help to build a new world, to build a new country, to build a new church, to build a new congregation. Will you live among God's people? Will you gather faithfully even now in your homes for worship? Will you work to end all forms of injustice, oppression, and prejudice? Will you continue in our holy work of dismantling racism and caring for the earth and the environment? We may not be able to leave our homes yet, but we are sent into the world to be the risen body of Christ. Easter is dawning and it is now time to imagine the new thing that God is doing among us. Though we shelter in place, we do not forget those fragile and those in need. We seek new ways to care for one another, to check on our neighbors, to express gratitude to medical professionals, delivery workers, first responders. And Easter arrives. We long for that day when the stone is rolled away. We hope for the day when social distancing is past, our masks are off, and we begin to see others previously camouflaged by our own prejudice or indifference. And Easter arrives. This is the night. Easter has arrived, and in the darkness, light shines. Freedom dawns. Hope burns brightly, and we step boldly into the future. And this night, this night as always, Alleluia is our song. Amen. Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death has no dominion over him. We have been buried with Christ by baptism into death. Christ was raised from the dead that we too might walk in newness of life. 
If we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's right to give our thanks and praise. Water, water, we praise you, O God, for water. Lake Michigan and the Chicago River, the rain that nourishes animals and plants, the water for drinking and bathing. We praise you, O God, for water. We praise you, O God, for water. We praise you, O God, for our water stories, a flood that cleansed the earth, the sea that drowned the enemy, Jesus baptized in the Jordan River, washing the disciples' feet on the cross, thirsting for us. We praise you, O God, for water. We praise you, O God, for water. We praise you, O God, for this font. For you breathe into this water to wash away sin and birth us anew into your peace and joy. We praise you, O God, for water. We praise you, O God, for water. O God, you are the ocean, the source of all life. O God, you are the river, saving us from death. O God, you are the stream, restoring our community's strength. We praise you, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, today, tomorrow, forever. Amen and amen. Amen, amen and amen. Let us join now in professing our faith in Christ Jesus, reject sin, and confess the faith of the church. Do you renounce the devil and all the forces that defy God? I renounce, I renounce them. them. Do you renounce the powers of this world that rebel against God? I renounce them. Do you renounce the ways of sin that draw you from God? I renounce them. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You have made public profession of your faith. Do you intend to continue in the covenant God made with you in holy baptism? To live among God's faithful people, to hear the word of God and share in the Lord's Supper, Proclaim the good news of God in Christ Jesus through word and deed. To care for the earth. Serve all people following the example of Jesus. And to strive for justice and peace in all the earth. We do and we ask God to help and guide us. I invite you now to dip your hands into the water 
and make the sign of the cross either on yourselves or on the people who are in the room with you. On this most holy night, we pray for the church, the earth, the world, those in need, and all the members of God's family, responding to each petition with the words, hear our prayer. We pray, O oh God, for all the churches around the globe, for their bishops, clergy, and lay leaders, for the newly baptized, for the believers who cannot assemble for worship, for faithful endurance during this time of sorrow and distress, and for a deepening sense of your presence among us. 
O God, you are our temple. In your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray, O God, for the well-being of creation, for the health of seas and rivers and lakes, especially Lake Michigan and the Chicago River, and for the will to care for your earth. O God, you are our rainbow of promise. In your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray, O God, for peace and justice in the world, for an end to war and international turmoil, for concord in our troubled society, for the heads of state, legislators, and local civic leaders, that they enact wise procedures to deal with the coronavirus. O God, you are our mighty fortress. In your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray, O God, for all who are facing the coronavirus, for all who mourn their dead, all who have contracted the virus, those who are quarantined or stranded away from home, those who have lost their employment, those who fear the present and the future. We pray for physicians, nurses, and home health aides, medical researchers, and the World Health Organization. Fill the aching in our hearts with your merciful power. O oh God, you are our everlasting arms. In your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray, O oh God, for all in need, for those suffering for the faith, for those who are poor, hungry, and homeless, for those who are sick and those awaiting death. For those we name before you here, you may unmute here and mute yourself again. Larry, Copper, Fred Grabo, Jan, Emily, Norman, Jody, Anastasia, Paul, and Anne for all the uncertainty. Matthew Blanton, entire family. Larry, for Dale, for Raphael, Nolan, for Les and Sue. Oh God, you are the healer of our every ill. In your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray, O oh God, for the desires of our hearts. O oh God, you are our heart's desire. In your mercy, hear our prayer. Receive our thanks for all who died in the faith and bring us at the final resurrection into your everlasting life. 
where sorrows will be no more. O God, our beginning and our end, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your gracious and mighty hands, O God, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. As a sign of openness to the divine presence, you may now join me in praying the Our Father with the ancient gesture of extended hands. Trusting in God's tender motherly care, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. eternal giver of life and light. This holy night shines with the radiance of the risen Christ. Renew your church with the spirit given us in baptism, that we may worship you in certainty and truth, and may shine as a light in the world through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. May the Almighty God, who shaped the earth and kindled the lights of heaven, renew you in the image of God. Amen. May Christ, who shattered the chains of death, lead you forward in freedom. Amen. May the Spirit, who breathes forth resurrection power, Fill your hearts with boundless joy. Amen. And may God bless you now and forever in the name of the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen.
Go in peace. The risen Christ is with you. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Christ, Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.